Welcome to the Gribble Nation Roadcast. This is Tom. I'm not in a undisclosed location. I am recording this from Fresno, California. And today's topic is California State Route 152, uh, which is otherwise known as the Pacheco Pass Highway. Um, we're going to refer to it as uh, 152 just from here on in for simplicity, but it is a 105-mile state highway which begins at California State Route 1 in Watsonville and travels east over Hecker Pass and the Diablo Range via Pacheco Pass to California State Route 99 near Chowchilla. Uh, so this route uh, gets a lot of attention in the road community these days uh, for a lot of reasons. It's mainly kind of like one of the primary routes between San Joaquin Valley and kind of like the Monterey Bay, uh, southern San Francisco Bay area. Uh, so Pacheco Pass in particular is pretty noted uh, for its pretty good quality road on the east side of the pass and very, very substandard uh, roadway on the west side, especially approaching Gilroy. Uh, so Pacheco Pass, uh, you kind of got to go like way back in history of California, even before it was not just U.S. territory. Uh, well, it was never U.S. territory. It was a U.S. state, but even back to Las Californias. Uh, it was first explored by Europeans in 1805, although it was a well-established tra uh, travel route over the Diablo Range uh, by native tribes. Um, where Pacheco Pass comes into play uh, kind of in a modern sense. Um, it was named after Francisco Perez Pacheco, who was a landowner in the area, so basically it's in honor of him. But during the American period, um, Andrew Firebaugh actually established a tolled wagon road over Pacheco Pass. And kind of segueing a little bit, uh, Andrew Firebaugh is kind of a noted guy in the Central California area. He was kind of involved in a lot of early transportation corridors. Uh, He's primarily known for Fireboss Ferry, which um, was founded in 1854, and as it is known today, is the city of Fireball. Probably most people would know him via Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, so anyways, Pacheco Pass and Andrew Fireball's Toll Road uh, were part of the Butterfield Overland Mail Route from 1858 to 1861. So really, it was a pretty important corridor, um, even back in the 19th century. So where things kind of get interesting with the Pacheco Pass Toll Road, it was actually purchased by Merced in Santa Clara County in the late 1870s and converted into a public highway. Um, so basically, this is kind of where you start to see some of the early modernization of the Pacheco Pass Road coming into play. Uh, although by our convention, this would be far from it, but it's going to be important in a second. So um, during the second... Uh, state Highway Bond Act, Legislative Route 32, uh, was adopted into the state highway system. So this was routed from Legislative Route 4, uh, which evolved into U.S. 99 later on, uh, west to Legislative Route 2 in Gilroy, which evolved into U.S. 101. Uh, so basically, simply put, uh, Legislative Route 32 was between, um, I think it's Khalifa technically, not Chowchilla, west to Gilroy. So the original road that Legislative Route 32 used was the public road that was built by Merced and Santa Clara County in the 1870s. So that brings us to 1923 when the Division of Highways rebuilt the road 
um, made it more modernized for highway traffic, uh, kind of an early start to the automotive era, or at least the true start of it. So it wasn't like from 1915 there was instantly a modern highway there. Um, in 1933, Legislative Route 32 was expanded west over Hecker Pass uh, and the Santa Cruz Mountains to Watsonville uh, to Legislative Route 56, or the Coast Highway. Um, in 1934, all of Legislative Route 32 became uh, California State Route 152, or as I said before, 152. So we kind of move ahead to the 1950s. Um, 1951 is when the Pacheco Pass Highway 152 between Bell Station East Pacheco Pass was improved to an expressway. So this is just a couple miles, but if you've ever been traveling west from Pacheco Pass towards Bell Station, and you've kind of noticed north of the road, north of the modern highway for the most part, you can kind of see glimpses of the 1923 road kind of off there on the sides. There's a couple of abandoned bridges uh, that are behind gates, unfortunately, but there's quite a bit to see uh, from Google Maps, some of the old bridge sites. So that was improved to an expressway grade. Um, now the big one that came up with 152 is going to be the realignment north of what became the San Luis Reservoir. So the San Luis Reservoir, uh, for people not in the know, is a um, reservoir, obviously, but it's a little bit different. Water doesn't really fall into it so much as it is pumped up from the Central Valley. So it's kind of used as reserve water storage. So kind of where I hear people bring the San Luis Reservoir up is when they'll be driving by and the thing is basically at half capacity. Um, and they kind of like look at it as an indicator like there's been drought in the Diablo range. It's not really so much the case. So yeah, there's probably drought, but a lot of that water gets used for agriculture use. So that's the reason why the water level fluctuates in that reservoir probably more so than, than others in the area. Anyways, uh, the San Luis Reservoir required that 152 be diverted to the north because uh, basically this whole giant reservoir was going to fill the where the original or not where the original where the improved highway was from 1923. So this opened um, from Pacheco Pass uh, east to approximately what is now the split in California State Route 33. Uh, in 1965. So this is where you get the modern expressway grade from California 33 West Pacheco Pass. It's very, very good, very well engineered, uh, and really kind of a big step towards modernization of, of the road. Um, from there, you kind of run into some trouble with uh, 152 and a lot of highways in California, especially in the 70s and 80s. But by 1972, uh, the freeway in Gilroy opened up. So this is where um, 152, it originally entered Gilroy via Old Gilroy Road, Multiplex, Monterey Street, and split off of 1st Street. Uh, 152 was realigned to a new ramp via 10th Street, where it multiplexed uh, US 101 for about a mile. Um, basically followed, Levis, I can't even pronounce the word, uh, what was Sign County Route G9 uh, towards Main Street and 1st Street. So really, this is one of the few freeway segments of 152 opened up in 1972. Um, from there, not a lot really happened with uh, 152. It kind of stayed pretty much the same. There was 
some expressway upgrades in the Central Valley uh, that were complete by around 1970, but they didn't really substantially change the alignment of 152. Where it kind of gets interesting, there was originally planned to be a southward bypass of Los Banos um, that never was constructed. So that's kind of a sticking point where anyone's ever driven 152 will notice, like, basically... 152 will go from this really, really quality expressway on both sides of the city into basically a wide street on Pacheco Boulevard in the city of Los Banos. Um, so as originally conceived, that was supposed to bypass to the south, just never was constructed. Um, not a lot changed until 1992 with 152 when the expressway grade was extended west from Bell Station to the split in... Highways 152 and 156. Uh, it was a Y interchange. Uh, and it was a very noted um, Y interchange because it was known for traffic accidents. Uh, probably behind California 150, uh, sorry, between California 41 and what was US 466 or now California 46 is probably one of the more recently infamous uh, Y interchanges in the state. Uh, that was improved to a flyover grade. In 2010, uh, that is the Zanger Memorial flyover. Uh, and really, that's been it uh, as of recent years. Uh, it's kind of gotten stuck. The section of 152 between 156 to Gilroy in particular is a safety corridor of pretty infamous note. Uh, it's a two-lane segment where it's no passing. It's signed as a safety corridor where you have to turn your headlights on. It's just honestly a miserable segment of road that has been long overdue to be upgraded. Uh, some of the plans I've seen or some of the concepts I've seen proposed would be like a toll road, which is hugely opposed by the freight industries out of San Joaquin Valley because uh, they want to pay additional fees. But really, there's not a lot that looks like this is going to happen with it. Uh, so basically, you have this really super modern facility from 99 pretty much with a little blip in Los Banos all the way to the 156 interchange, it just suddenly becomes super inadequate and doesn't quite make it to 101. Um, but, yeah, if you want to check out California 152, we have it in our blog series. I will link it in the description of this blog. It is certainly worth a look. It's pretty scenic in the wintertime when it greens up, that's for sure. And I definitely want to hit on this before it kind of lost my train of thought because I don't really hit on 152 all that much anymore. So this is Tom. Um, we'll see you next time on the Gribble Nation blog series, or not blog series, Gribble Nation Roadcast.